G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Ever found yourself under the gun, under a whole bunch of pressure, stressed beyond words, wondering how you're going to get through the day? And someone comes alongside and through a simple act of service, they lighten your load. What a blessing, eh? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again to A Different Perspective. Today we're continuing with this next message in this series called, Are You a Blessing? Or a burden. So let's continue our journey discovering how you and I can be more of a blessing than we are a burden in the lives of the people around us. Because it's awesome to be a blessing. It's awesome to see the impact for good that we can have in people's lives. The problem is that sometimes we just don't think of the little things we can do. Sometimes we don't know what we can do, nor do we realise the impact that just the smallest blessing can have in someone else's life. And sometimes we're more of a burden than a blessing because of our lack of maturity. And it's that last one that we're going to check out right now because it's really important. None of us likes to think of ourselves as being immature, but the reality is that we all have some growing up to do somewhere in our makeup. We all have room to learn and to grow and to develop into more mature, effective, loving, helpful people, right? I know I certainly do. And so today, I want to explore just one area of immaturity, and it's in the area of serving others. And, and what I mean by that is doing the practical things that we can do to help them to make their lives better. And learning to serve others is something that mm, some of us aren't so good at. I remember when I was young, growing up in my parents' house, there was just mum and dad and my sister and me. Now, Corrie, my sister, is two years older than me, so she was my big sister, and she was a pretty good big sister too. But you know what it's like in a family? Brother and sister, they're always competing against one another. You compete for attention. You compete for food. I mean, you have to make sure you get the biggest slice of cake that's just the tiniest bit bigger than the other one. Not necessarily because you like the cake or you need it or you want to eat it, but you just don't want your big sister to get more than you. Do you remember those silly childhood games? It doesn't matter how much our parents tried to divide things equally. We always managed to find something to compete about. And one of the areas in which I distinctly remember competing is making sure that I didn't do more of the chores than Corrie did. Heaven forbid that I should spend 30 seconds more helping with the washing up after dinner than she did. That would be completely unthinkable. And so as children, we make it our life's objective to do as little around the house as we possibly can. But our parents' role is to teach us to grow up and become more responsible and to do things around the house, not because we're told to or forced to or threatened with punishment if we don't do it, but because we see that the bin in the kitchen is full and we just go and empty it because it needs emptying. That's why giving children chores around the house that they have to do no matter whether they feel like it or not, they have time to do it, no matter whether they're tired or not, no matter whether they're feeling a bit off-colour today or not, 
is such an incredibly important thing to do. See, most parents, at least in the Western world, are struggling to get their children to tidy up the mess in their bedroom. But what I'm talking about here goes way beyond that. It's about helping them to grow up and become effective adults by serving other people. If I see an adult, young or old, who's trying to do the least they possibly can get away with, then I look at that and say, there is a sure sign of immaturity. That person, in a practical sense, is being more of a burden than a blessing. They're taking more than they're giving. But let's flip that over the other way. If I see an adult who sees something that needs doing and just goes and does it because it needs doing and and because it's going to lighten someone else's load, then that is a sure and certain mark of maturity. Children, by their very nature, are mostly takers. But as we transition from childhood to adulthood, we're meant to become mostly givers rather than takers, mostly a blessing rather than a burden. The immature person is the one who's worried more about what they're entitled to than they are about what they can achieve by serving someone else. An interesting quote that I come back to again and again is something that Jesus said to some men who were arguing way back then about which one of them would be the greatest. And Jesus said, Whoever wishes to become great among you must become your servant, and whoever wishes to be first among you must be the slave of all. Mark chapter 10, verses 43 and 44. Now, my parents worked so hard to serve me, something I really didn't appreciate until I had children of my own. They are great in my heart because they served me. My wife Jackie is the same. She does so much for me. She is truly great in my heart. My mentor and dear friend Graham, who served me and took me from immaturity to maturity, is a great man in my sight. And it'll be the same in your life, in your heart. Serving people is a sign of maturity and a path to greatness. The people who served you the most are the greatest ones in your life. And it's an awesome way in which you and I can be a blessing. See, if we sit around expecting others to serve us, not only are we putting our immaturity on display for everyone to see, and see it they do, but we're being a burden. And yet when we quickly do things that are so easy to do, to lighten someone else's load, then we're being the most incredible blessing. It's a huge blessing when you're tired at the end of the day and you come home expecting to have to do this or to do that only to discover that your daughter did it before she headed out for work that morning. I mean, it's a huge blessing at work when you're faced with some really difficult task and you have someone pull alongside you and offer to help you. We, we all know that, having experienced that blessing from other people. But remember, the mark of maturity is being more of a giver than a taker more of a servant than one who wants to be served. That's how we can bless others in such practical ways. All we need to do is open our eye to the need. There's no shortage of need out there, I have to tell you. Anybody that you know, there are some things that you can do for them that's going to lighten their load. It'll vary from person to person. It'll be different. Some of it will require a lot of work and a lot of sacrifice. Other tasks will be much easier. But there is a lot of need out there and you and I can make an incredible difference by helping people. And that's exactly what Jesus did. Let's go back to that thing that Jesus said about being a servant and read it in the context of the surrounding verses. It all then becomes clear. See, Jesus called them and said to them, 
You know that among the Gentiles, those whom they recognize as their rulers lord it over them, and their great ones are tyrants over them. But it is not so among you. Whoever wishes to be great among you must be your servant. Whoever wishes to be first among you must be the slave of all. For the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Mark chapter 10, verses 42 to 45. See, he puts this whole servanthood thing into context. There he is, the Son of God, who came not to be served on hand and foot, but to serve. And not just to wait on tables, not just to stand up and preach amazing sermons, not just to wash his disciples' feet, all of which he did, but to be beaten and nailed to a cross and to die for you and me. No greater love has any man than to lay down his life for a friend. That's the sort of service Jesus is teaching those disciples about. And that's the sort of service he's teaching us about through his words the sort of service that costs us something, the sort of service that's inconvenient, the sort of service that's unfair, the sort of service that really hurts some days. It's that sort of service that displays our maturity and delivers most blessings to those who are served. Let me ask you again, are you a blessing or a burden? A social media is a great way to stay connected to your friends and the world around you. And we'd like to invite you to be part of the Christianity Works community. The Christianity Works community is full of daily thoughts and devotions and inspirations, so no matter what kind of day you're having, you can be encouraged. If you're on Facebook, search for the Christianity Works page and like us. When you do, you'll see some encouragement from your friends and community at Christianity Works, including free booklet downloads from time to time. But more than that, it's a library of thoughts and verses that you can share with your friends and family. So we'll be sharing God's Word together. It's a great way to share the good news of Jesus amongst all the chaos. Amen. So, like Christianity Works on Facebook, be encouraged and blessed, and share some of that with your friends as well. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 